All right, folks, we are back. Family friendly Fort Lauderdale podcast. And uh, I'm excited. This is actually a break week for us here at the school. So I'm um, podcasting during the day. That's a little bit unusual, but I'm excited to have this conversation. Welcome, Jacob. Welcome, Reed. We have the founders of the Superhero Swim Academy. And this is going to be a great conversation. I got a bunch of questions for you guys. I'm excited to chat with you. But first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us, Tobin. We're really excited to be here and just look forward to answering the questions to the best of our ability. Yeah, you you guys have a great story. Uh, and, and I think of it as being a great story in several different ways. It's interesting to me as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur the business, uh, but I want to start with the impact that you guys are making here in South Florida. Reed, I'm going to start with you because uh, you and I met first and, and that's how this uh, little chat uh, came together, but let's talk about the importance of being able to swim. You know, this is South Florida. We've got beaches, we've got pools, we've got canals everywhere. Like this is a mission because it's, it's literally, you know, I grew up in Maine. We, we learned how to swim, but half the year we weren't in the water or we were skating over the top of it. I know you've got Michigan ties too. So you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> It's different down here in South Florida. You've got to have this skill set, and you guys are hitting that head on. Can you tell me a little bit more about why that's important to you? It's important to us because we are superhero swimmers, and we want to create superhero swimmers so they can save themselves. Because, as you were saying, there's so many bodies of water in Florida that it's important for kids to know what to do if they fall in the pool and superhero swim academy creates a fun environment so that kids are comfortable in the water because you can't teach someone to swim unless they're comfortable in the water and that's what we always start off with first and i imagine uh, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because this this is your area of expertise. But I imagine equally as important is being comfortable yourself, but also the recognition of what you can and cannot or should not be trying to do when you see one of your friends struggling, because that that equally could be a, a scenario that folks find themselves in where, you know, someone's visiting, they fall into the pool and they're not comfortable in the water. But you can do an uh, you you can do a lot of damage to yourself or to others by trying to overstep your bounds. Thought, uh, Jacob, what are you, I see you nodding your head on this. Am I, am I off track with this thought? No, you're definitely not off track. Water safety is the number one thing in South Florida it, or in Florida in general. It's, it's really as simple as that. You know, we, we have ocean guards at every beach. There's lifeguards at most pools, right? And being able or understanding when somebody is in trouble and having that eye could save somebody's life. And that's what everybody should have. Everybody should be able to, you know, notice something, say something, and maybe do something if it's in your wheelhouse. But as you were saying, you shouldn't step out of your wheelhouse and try to save somebody if you don't know what you're doing. But this is why most pools have things like life hooks or the life rings for you to throw out to them or to give to them so you could drag them back in if there is no lifeguard or something like that. But Anyways, it's just important to be safe around the water, and it's as simple as that. 
Know the situation, know what's available for your resources, know your capabilities. Um, Jacob, I want to stay with you for a second. Listen, man, you are you are amazing in this space of social media. I've looked at your channels. You guys are are creating useful, valuable, helpful content. And it shows because people are showing up on the different channels uh, in in crowds of people consuming your content. You've been the face of Superhero Swim Academy. Can you, why do you guys do that? What, what is your objective of putting out so much valuable information to folks that are just getting to know you? Well, I think we want to make sure that everybody knows, not just knows about us, because yes, that's great as a business, but knows how to teach their child. Because one of the biggest things that happens to us with uh, parents, uh, biggest questions or concerns when people come to us is, you know, how long is it going to take to teach my child to swim? So on and so forth. There, there, there's just so many endless questions. And it really always, it always comes back to the parents. Every single time. The only reason a child doesn't know how to swim yet is because the parents, or either the child might be too young, but like if the parents never taught them, parents never let them get out of their life jacket, whatever. So we provide those first beginning steps. So that way, when the parent does bring their child to lessons, the, the hard stuff is done. And then they can save money and save time and energy and, and just being putting out the valuable information to just help people. And that's what really took off with our pages. You know, the, the more I started to teach parents and, and coaches and everybody how to teach their child to go underwater or how to teach their child to float, that's when we started noticing, you know, just better. I don't even know how to explain it. Just better results in all areas, in all of our, in our entire business, even in our signups, even though we're giving away all the information for free online, people see that value and they, they feel that value and they know that we are genuine and we're wholehearted because we are, we truly want everybody to have this information and we're not gatekeeping anything. Um, yeah, so, so off of Jay, yeah, go ahead, Reed. So yeah, we're not, we don't want to hold information in and we're very transparent with our parents that, you know, once a week swim lessons is great, but if you're not practicing with your child at home, it's going to be a slower process. And most parents want to see quick results, but swim lessons, they're not quick results. It takes time because to teach someone to swim, as I said, it's, teach them to be comfortable first, then teaching them to be safe. And then finally we can teach them to swim. Right. So it's so important that they actually get the practice at home with their parent. I, I think for our audience out there, you guys are starting to see why I was, why I was really eager to have this conversation with, with both founders this morning, because, you know, one, we've already hit, this is, this is a life and maybe even a survival skill because of where we live and the access to bodies of water all around us. And two, you've got a great resource. We have over 1250 uh, families on our, our distribution list, our, our weekly newsletter through the podcast. And you guys are talking directly to parents out there, providing them, answering their questions, first of all, but then providing them with tools, resources, examples, uh, so that they can help their families. And that's for free. That's before they even engage with you guys at one of your multiple locations. So, you know, that was that was what I was excited about sort of bringing out in the podcast today. Uh, Reed, I want to come back to you because you made a comment when we first chatted. Tell me the story about the superheroes. Why is that important to you? How is that like 
you got an origin story. That's always important with superheroes. Tell me the origin story of the Academy here. So I was working for another swim school and basically my whole idea of superhero swim Academy came from when I went to a swim school conference and I don't know, I was given a superhero cape. So that's where I originally thought of the idea. And the whole other thing that I thought of is that kids relate to superheroes better than animals, which a lot of the other swim schools use to like, you know, categorize their levels. Um, and then when Jacob and I met, our whole concept was to create a superhero to portray each skill and level that the kid could relate to. And the kid could come and be like, hey, I'm Power Stroke, I'm Daring Diver, you know, I'm Calabunga Kicker. So we really wanted the kids to be able to relate to it, um, just to bring everything full circle and make it a fun, engaging experience. Very cool. I think that this spoke to us here at Acton because for us, the conversation around the hero's journey, it's an everyday thing. So when I saw what you guys were doing with it and making it fun and accessible, uh, just seemed like a really cool, cool thing to dig, dig more deeply into. All right, let's get to the, let's get to some of the really important facts and, and what I want our audience to understand about you guys, uh, multiple locations. You guys are different. They, they, there are other swim schools out there, but you guys are different in several, I think really key and unique ways, uh, multiple locations, but you guys do something different with the size and I would say accessibility of your swim lessons and how you approach that. Can you, uh, Jacob, let me bring this one back to you. Can you sort of share what, what makes you guys different in the market? Well, we believe in less kids equals better results. And it's not that we want to teach less kids. It's that we don't want kids in our program for two, three years before they learn how to actually swim. So we find that having smaller classes is just going to get better results with the child. And we find that children get the best results from one-on-one -on -one or two-on-one -on -one lessons. We do offer three-on-one lessons at multiple of our locations, but you know we definitely see the best results in those two-one and one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one classes. So we really highly promote smaller group classes, semi-private lessons, and private lessons. And that's what really makes us different than other swim schools. Because yes, there were also another thing is all of our current locations are outside. They're all outside, allowing us to provide a lower rate and less kids in the class and get better results than if they were to take them to an indoor swim academy. Yes, they're indoors and, um, you know, they, they're protected from the elements and they're beautiful locations and so on and so forth. But what are you paying for? Are you paying to go and enjoy the facilities or are you paying to get results. So this is where we differ as a swim academy. We provide better results at a lower rate and we provide just higher quality lessons because we can get results a little bit faster than anyone else. It kind of reminds me of like a extended family. I think a lot of families have had this experience where, you know, your older sister, your uncle Jimmy, your aunt, you know, they step in, they're they have a background in water safety or th this was my experience. My older sister was lifeguard. So, you know, they get involved with it and it's, it's family. It's small. It's, it doesn't feel like the sort of big, 
maybe industrial isn't the right word, but sort of the bigger, you know, swim school groups that you see in the pools at the Y and things like that. Um, it has that family feel. Reed, I know you guys are, uh, you're in plantation here, here in South Florida, multiple other locations. Can you kind of hit those highlights, but also explain how you guys are expanding and have ways for different people to get involved? Because I think that's an important aspect here too. Yeah, great question. So we are always expanding due to hiring new employees. Uh, we have our locations, but another thing we do is we do the at-home private lesson business side as well. So every employee that we hire, um, after they go through our training process um, and work for us for a specific amount of time, um, they then become eligible to do the at-home private lessons so that we can reach more people in more areas that might live, you know, too far to come to one of our locations. And the best part about that is, you know, reaching new families. And it's really great because we really take pride in our, you know, connection with our families. Um, you know, sometimes I almost feel like we're therapists, you know, families come to us with their problems and yeah. everything like that. And we're all, we're always here. We're always an open ear. And, uh, so we really feel connected with all our families, our staff and our students. Um, and yeah, we've created our own superhero family. <laughs> Very cool. I love that. Love the way you describe that. Uh, we're, we're starting to wrap up here. I'm going to ask, uh, one more question. Uh, to book, th this really is a question to both of you guys. You can decide who wants to jump in first. Um, but it's thinking about what's next for Superhero Swim Academy. You guys have a lot going on. You have a lot on your plates, but you're growing in really interesting ways. And, and I think uh, sort of differentiating yourself in the market and shaking the market up. It's a little, a little bit of a stodgy, stodgy old market. And you guys are doing some really interesting things. So I want to talk about that in a moment, but before you answer that question, um, so our sponsor for today's podcast is Acton Academy, Fort Lauderdale. That's where I'm recording from. I'm actually at the school. The, the podcast is a media project of the school and as part of that conversation, I want to ask you guys, you are on the front, the, the front lines working with children, uh, supporting families. We're a very different kind of learning environment. And you guys have this really amazing experience because of what you're doing, learning, learning in a very hands-on, you know, uh, kinesthetic sort of way. When you think about tearing up the playbook, the traditional playbook of what school looks like, the way education has been done for 200 years, what do you see that's really working? If you had a blank sheet of paper, what would what would your dream school and learning environment look like? You guys are kind of creating that in your own way, but extend that into the academic space because I'm just I'm really curious what you guys see in here because of the role that you guys are already playing for families. Does that make well, sense? No, I guess I don't fully understand the question. So what exactly? Yeah, I, well, I, I want I want your insights about education because you guys are already working with young people and families and you know the world is changing around us. What would you change if you had a magic wand and you could go out and uh, and change the world of education, not just for swim schools, but the bigger world of education? What would you do with it? So what I would do with it 
is I would make a get rid of textbooks and make everything relatable to daily life. Um, I am very street smart. And so basically I was very proficient in everything street smart in school. But when it came to sitting down reading and memorizing a lot of facts, it wasn't for me. Um, but learning how to balance a checkbook, that was for me. Learning how to talk in front of people, that was for me. And learning how to lead a group of people on a project and create an idea and cohesively explain it and present it, that was definitely for me. And I think all those skills, everyone needs. Right. And it's not being taught enough today. I think, I think that's why I love what you do, Tobin, because uh, a school for entrepreneurship for young children, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's so great. Like we've had this idea uh, as a swim school to build our coaches into owners over time. And that's, that's what we're doing. And we've discussed having financial classes with our teammates. We've discussed how we have um, monthly, um, uh, how do you say, motivational uh, layouts for them. So that way I can see all their goals and what they want to achieve each year. And then we work on each and everything with the individual coach that we bring into those meetings, you know? So we do what you do in a different sense, right? So we want them to grow into leaders and grow into owners uh, maybe not even for superhero swim, you know, genuine, genuinely, we care about the next generation of leaders, uh, especially in our space or the anything children related, because that's just, it's just going to continue to, to roll around. Then they grow up, then they do it, then they grow up, then they do it, you know, so. It's a great segue into our, into our last question here, because there, there's a, there's a Buckminster Fuller quote that, if you want to change someone's thinking, hand them a tool, you know, it, it expands. And, and you guys, what I just heard you say was, you know, it, the, the old way of thinking isn't working for a lot of folks. What are some of the tools? How can we equip people to go out and, and do things that are going to be very relevant to them in the real world? And it really brings us back to this question of what's next for Superhero Swim Academy. You guys are creating opportunities. Let's talk about that for a second. Um. Can I go first? Yeah. So we, like you said, are expanding in multiple different directions. And we're really letting, you know, I want to say we're letting God lead the way in this place because we're growing online in a whole different whole different way. We, we have online trainings. We have instructor trainings. And those have taken off without even trying to allow, like not even trying. Because we just create the content, we've created a, an, authority, an authoritative stance in the space online. People come to us for these things, and we've just been creating them as they come. So, yes, we're, we're immensely growing online and, and going that route. And then we're also trying to gain new locations. Um, you know, we're looking at two potential locations, one in Boca, one in Orlando. Not sure which one's going to happen or if they're going to happen. But we continue to press, we continue to grow where we are and, and dig our roots down as deep as they'll possibly go so we can be there for as long as possible. Because if we can't grow outwards, then we're going to grow downwards. And that's just going to, you know, that's that's our 
plan. Um, and then we're also trying to license our business to other people like us, other people who are ready to take that next step into a business ownership, who have that passion for children and who also have a passion for teaching water safety. Cause you can't just be good with kids. You have to have that. You have to be a good swimmer and you have to have a general understanding of the water and so on and so forth. But you know, that that's another Avenue that we are going to start uh, adventuring into this year, a lot deeper than, than in the years before. Makes sense. Reed, what are you most excited about for the, in the coming year? Um, so in the coming year, I'm most excited about hiring new staff, especially for our plantation pool. Um, it's a beautiful location and it's a pleasure to work with the staff over there. And they've just given us every opportunity to grow it into how we can best operate it. And I'm excited to see it take off and really, you know, hone in on what we're already doing with the smaller swim classes um, to see the greater result. Appreciate you guys coming on, taking the time to, to join us for our podcast today. Uh, appreciate the mission that, that you guys, the, the value that you're creating and the generosity, the willingness to sort of put your content out there, provide a ton of value for free, whether folks ever end up uh, you know, becoming your customer or not, you're, you're creating real value in the world for this, this whole South Florida community at multiple locations. And I'm just happy to have, be able to share you guys as a resource. we got a ton of families out there and, you know, so some children already know how to swim. That's great. What being in the water is a, a fun, you know, fun place to explore and entertain and have fun with your friends. But if you've got someone out there, this is your opportunity to be a superhero to them by giving them an opportunity to learn, feel more comfortable in the water, maybe save someone's life. So thank you guys. Really appreciate you taking the time today. This was a great conversation and thanks for being on Family Friendly Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, thank you for inviting us, Tobin. Thanks, Tobin. Be strong. Be strong. Oh, 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 oh,